What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show. It is Monday, November 27th. We are putting the finishing touches on November this week. I hope all of you had a very nice Thanksgiving, ate a lot. I don't know if people still go shop on Black Friday and go to the mall and everything. I'm sure some people do. I don't know if any of you in the audience are ones who participate in it. I haven't gone to a mall in general in a long time, but on a Black Friday in even a longer time because now I just buy the majority of things online. Although when it comes to buying clothes, to me, clothes, they're not something you could buy online unless you've already got like a similar shirt or you already know what you're getting. But to like try things on, even though I think on Amazon, they let you try things on and just return them or you can return anything. Some of you just never want to leave your house. I mean, heck, this weekend, I only left my house to go to the airport. I was at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood all last week. I was doing the show from there. So technically, I wasn't at my house. But when I left the Hard Rock, which was last Friday, I went home in Miami and I stayed there until I went to the airport. And that was it. I didn't want to leave my house. I just watched football game after football game after football game. College, pro, any football that was on television, I was watching it. And then I went to Miami International Airport and I flew to where I am today. Anyone have a guess? Yeah, if you said Columbia, you're absolutely correct. I am here in Medellin doing the show this afternoon from lovely Medellin. I'm looking outside of my studio right now, and I'm surrounded by mountains. See, I love South Florida, born and raised in South Florida. I am well aware that the only mountains we have in South Florida are trash mountains. The landfills. That's it. That's the closest thing we come to a mountain in South Florida. And the one that I'm used to the most, at least seeing, not smelling, seeing would be off of the uh, Turnpike Extension near Red Road. Between Red Road and um, Exit 47, which would be for Hard Rock Stadium. The one that smells the most is when I go to NYY Steak. And that is off the Turnpike and Sample. That is by far the worst smelling landfill in South Florida. And nothing else even comes close. I don't care how many red beans you had with your rice, whatever kind of beans you had, black beans, nothing is going to be worse than that landfill off the turnpike and sample road. Anybody who works in that area, I don't know how you do it unless you just become immune to that smell. It is horrendous. A horrible smell and a horrible view of something that looks like a mountain, the closest thing you can come 
to a mountain in South Florida. But right now, the mountains I am looking at here in Medellin, it is a beautiful day. And the views here, even when it's cloudy and you can't see the mountains, there's still incredible views. Girls, 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 girls. Always. And a lot of you guys hit me up. You hit me up on Instagram. You send me DMs. Sometimes I don't get back to you right away because they go into that uh, request box and I don't check that all of the time. But I do go in there at least probably twice a week. So if you do reach out to me on Instagram via a direct message, at some point I will see it and it won't take a month or so. Just don't ask me something stupid because then I'm not going to respond. There's only certain things I can respond to. And I try to be kind to everyone, but sometimes I'll get questions in in my DMs and you guys are looking for like a real response and I'm not going to give it to you because of the screenshot. People take screenshots and they send it to others and then it's everywhere and the next thing you know, it's all over the internet. Some of those apps... I don't know exactly which ones, but it'll tell you if the person did take a screenshot and then you could write them back. Hey, why are you taking a screenshot? Imagine if it did that on the iPhone for iMessages. Imagine anytime you took a screenshot on your phone, it sent it to the other person, a notification. We would have a lot less screenshots. We would have people in their household, hey, um, Bobby, can you do me a favor? Let me have your phone for a second. I just need to take a photo of my phone. And some people probably do that, the ways to get around a screenshot. See, I do like talking sports on this show, and I will. But as long as I can say something that you can relate to, to me, that's all that matters. And we can all relate. All of you can relate to what I'm talking about. So that's all that matters. As long as I'm discussing something that you guys know about and can relate to, then we're good. We all know about winning, don't we? I mean, you've had to have some type of victory in your life, except maybe if you're a Jets fan. Oh, my gosh. So it's not just a Monday here on the show. It is a victory Monday, at least for our Miami football teams. I know the games were on Friday. It feels like it was forever ago and we should already move on. But the Hurricanes and the Dolphins both took care of business Friday afternoon. It was nice to see the Canes finish up their regular season strong. And for the Dolphins, very interesting times. Not that the game was interesting. They pummeled the Jets as we expected them to because, again, the Jets are horrible. Even Jets fans know that. But unfortunately in that game, Jalen Phillips, one of the Dolphins' most important defensive players, went down thanks to that horrendous playing field in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium. And now Jalen Phillips is out for the season. 
So that's not good. But the Dolphins getting the W, and when you look at their future, their immediate future, it it looks really good. And that's a conversation I'll get into momentarily. Yesterday, they got to chill out. In fact, they got to do that Saturday too. Just enjoy a long weekend. And at the same time, the Dolphins got some help. They didn't get all the help that they could have gotten, but one of the other results from yesterday's action, it put the Dolphins in a very unfamiliar place. And I think it's something very important to discuss this hour. The opportunity that lies ahead for this Dolphins team, and it all happened while the Dolphins were just chilling. So before I get into the Dolphins discussion, let me give you a quick rundown on this week's schedule. I will not be with you on Thursday. Thursday, which is November 30th, just three days away, the last day of November, um, I will not be on the air. I've got the day off. But I'll be with you today, of course. You hear my voice now. Tomorrow, Wednesday, and then on Friday. And can you believe it? Friday, the first day of December, my birthday month. What a celebration. I'm not even exactly sure what I'm going to do, but I will be in South Florida a lot in the month of December, not just for my birthday, but for my poker tournament. I got to hit up NYY Steak again, Joe's Stone Crab again. I got a lot going on in the month of December. And it's not just for me, it's for all of you. I wouldn't come on here and just celebrate and praise things that are good for me. Well, why would anyone want to hear that? I'm trying to have it good for me and also good for you. Like I tweeted out yesterday, two pictures that were sent to me from the Hard Rock where they're rolling out the craps and roulette tables. That's going to be starting next week. Next week, craps and roulette inside the Hard Rock. Live. No machine thing. Live dice. I'm a craps player. Does that mean I'm good? No. I'm not a roulette guy. I I don't understand why people love roulette. I just don't get it. I mean, I get roulette, but I don't get why people love it. Oh my gosh, I love roulette. Why? Like, what is there to love about it? Slater, I got a system. Yeah, you have a system. You know how many times I've heard that? If you have a system, why are you still working every day? Why do you not have a mansion and a private jet if you have a system? That's because you may have a system, but the system means nothing at all. Maybe your system is to lose money 10 times out of 15. I don't know. But yeah, I've, I've heard that. Oh, I got a system, a roulette system. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the ball spins and then it just lands somewhere in the wheel. 
I, I don't understand what kind of system somebody can have. I am just glad that the Dolphins have a system. And the Dolphins system is working. But right now they are in very unfamiliar territory. And not only are the Dolphins in unfamiliar territory, but so are Dolphins fans. And I want to get into that right now. I'm not going to wait any longer. The only thing is I can't start until this hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. All right, listen up to what I'm about to say. Here it is, the end of November. And I am telling you right now, and I'm sure as Dolphins fans, you are telling your friends, the Miami Dolphins are going to win the AFC East. It's wild to say that in November, but it's absolutely true. The Dolphins right now have a two and a half game lead over the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo had a chance against the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday. It was the game of the day. It was incredible, and the Bills blew it. Take a look at the Buffalo Bills schedule. They have the bye week. While they're on their bye, the Dolphins play at the Commanders. The Dolphins should win that game. That was the only game out of the next few that the Dolphins play that I was worried about. But the Dolphins should win that game. So the Dolphins win at the Commanders. They're three games up on the Buffalo Bills. The Bills, the following week, play at Kansas City. And then they host Dallas. And the way the Bills have been playing, forget about it. The Bills are done. They are toast. Use whatever phrase you want. Stick a fork in them. The Bills are done. So with the Bills done, what does that mean for the Miami Dolphins? It means a few things. First of all, about four weeks ago, I and a lot of others thought that that Dolphins-Bills game at the end of the season, the last game of the year, I thought it might even be flexed to Sunday night because it could be for all the marbles. At this point, no. I don't believe that. I don't even know if that game will mean anything to the Miami Dolphins. It's possible, but it won't mean if the Dolphins get in or not. It could mean something for home field advantage throughout the big, big game for all the marbles. The way it looks right now is going to be the week before, and that will be at Baltimore. But as far as the division, that game will not be for the division. The final game of the season, it just won't be. The Bills will be finished. The Dolphins will know that they're already in. It could mean home field throughout. That remains to be seen. But the game for almost all the marbles will probably be 
the week prior at Baltimore. And looking at that schedule for week 17, remember there's 18 weeks now. Week 17 in the NFL, which is New Year's Eve, that is Sunday, December 31st. It looks to me like the Dolphins and Ravens will be flexed that day. So instead of 1 p.m., that game would be 8.20 p.m. on Sunday night, New Year's Eve. And I plan to go to that Dolphins-Ravens game in Baltimore because I think it's going to mean so much. Now, can I cancel my plans? Of course. I may be spending New Year's Eve in Baltimore, Maryland. That's something I've always wanted to say. Forget about spending New Year's Eve in Medellin or Miami or Vegas. Spending New Year's Eve in Baltimore, leaving the stadium. Actually, I'd probably still be at the stadium because the game would be at 8.20. It would end around 11.20, 11.30-ish. I'd be there as a member of the media. So I'd probably be in the stadium for New Year's Eve. And I don't see, I really don't see how that game wouldn't be flexed to Sunday night. Because you could take a look. Don't do it while you're driving. But just pull up week 17 NFL schedule. And you tell me another interesting game that week. Something that would mean so much. Good luck trying to find it. It's almost certain that the Dolphins and Ravens will be moved to that Sunday night. And then you at home, think about that. I mean, this is only about a month away, but think about that because you may have New Year's Eve plans, you and your significant other. And if the Dolphins are playing the Ravens for what could be to be in the driver's seat for home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs, well... What are you going to do? You're going to go to that dinner party? You're going to go to that nightclub? You're going to go to that show? No, you're going to want to be home watching that game. So just a little heads up, something for you to think about because your, your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever you got going on, might be starting to plan New Year's Eve right now. You got to keep that in the back of your mind because you don't want to be put in a bad spot in about a month from now. So there is my favor to all of you on this Monday afternoon. And who would have ever thought the Dolphins would be in this spot? It's so crazy how the NFL season plays out because before the season started, we looked at the Dolphins And we looked at the AFC East. Heck, we thought that the Dolphins, I mean, we knew they could be good, but we thought they'd be right in the mix there with a juggernaut in the Bills and then the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and the Dolphins, we really didn't know about Tua's health. So while we thought the Dolphins would be good, it all relied on Tua. The Bills were the favorite to win the AFC East because They've been a perennial AFC contender with Josh Allen in that offense year after year. 
the Jets were going to be rising, getting Brees Hall back, and then obviously with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. The Patriots, they weren't really scary. Before the season started, I thought, okay, the Patriots have a good defense, but their offense is not good, but you've still got Bill Belichick as your head coach. So you never want to count them out, but I think the majority of people thought the Pats would be last in the AFC East. So it turns out the Dolphins are better than we thought. The Bills, they're a hot mess. Something is way off with the chemistry on that team. They've already fired Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator. I would imagine at some point, I mean, maybe not right now, probably not right now. I mean, they're not going to pull a Carolina Panthers here and fire their coach on this Monday. I mean, heck, Frank Reich, he didn't even get a, a year to be the head coach. He's getting his money, but he didn't get the time on the sideline. The Panthers are really bad, though. Carolina, not the hockey Florida Panthers. They're good. The Bills eventually, I'm sure, will fire their head coach, probably after the season. The Jets, they're a complete embarrassment. Worst offense in the NFL. And the Patriots right now seem to just be tanking. They literally are tanking for a top quarterback. They need one. So that leaves the Miami Dolphins as the AFC East champions. Now, what will constitute success for the Dolphins this season? In your mind, what is success at this point right now? Last year, the Miami Dolphins made the playoffs. It was year one under Mike McDaniel. Tua did not play in that game in Buffalo. He was hurt. But for them to get to that point in year one under Mike McDaniel and with Tua out, uh, that was pretty good. This year, the Miami Dolphins have to do more. If they're getting a home playoff game and – it certainly seems like they are. They haven't won any playoff game since Lamar Smith's walk-off TD against the Colts in the year 2000. In the year 2000. It's been that long. So I would say to have a successful season, the Miami Dolphins... They need to win a playoff game because at this point, we basically know. It's not something we suspect. We essentially know the Dolphins will be hosting a playoff game. They're going to win the AFC East. They need to win their first playoff game since 2000. In the year 2000. And then at that point, Dolphins fans can dream bigger. When you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Winning the Super Bowl would be unbelievable. That's what all Dolphins fans want. That's what they've wanted for their entire life. But let's be realistic here and let's set a bar. Anything less than winning a playoff game this season would be a disappointment. 
after the way this has all started, playing this well, they have to win a playoff game. Forget about just getting a home playoff game. They've got to win a playoff game. Otherwise, it'll be a major disappointment. And there's no reason right now to think that they wouldn't win a home playoff game. You could say, oh, well, they haven't done it since 2000. It's been 23 years. Well, sure, that's true. But because it hasn't happened in 23 years doesn't mean, oh, it's going to be so difficult to do uh, this year. They really should. They should win a home playoff game. And I think they will. Yeah, the opponent won't be easy. It'll be a playoff team, but the Dolphins are really good. So we'll just keep it all positive because at this point right now, that's the way the Dolphins should be spoken about in a very positive sense. When I looked at the schedule a few weeks back, I said the Dolphins, after 14 games, should be at minimum 10-4. and four. But they have a very good possibility of being 11-3. and three. And that still stands. The date of December 7th also still stands for Craps and Roulette happening at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. You don't have to wait until December 7th to get in on the action, though. The poker action is always happening in the poker room at the Hard Rock. I was just there all last week, the World Poker Tour in town. They're still in town right now with many tournaments happening in the ballroom. But once the World Poker Tour leaves, the action, it doesn't go anywhere. It stays. The poker room inside Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, it is awesome. They've got so many televisions there for you to watch all the games while you play cards. The action is tremendous. Chips flying around. It's so great. My tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, that'll be happening next month again, December 19th, if you want to put a reminder in your phone right now. But don't wait. Head on over any day you want, 24-7. The Poker Room has action going on at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. And for all of the events, to see the schedule for all of the tournaments and bonus high hands, visit SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. That's SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. The Dolphins game was Friday. It feels like such a long time ago here on this Monday afternoon, but I still got to break something down from that game. I can't just like let it go because it wasn't yesterday and it was Friday afternoon. The Javon Holland play, how is that not the play of the year? At least so far for the Dolphins. And that's amazing because we're talking about an offense that is being called the greatest show on surf. This is a team with an amazing offense, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, Tua, Mostert, A-Chan. Hopefully we see A-Chan back on the field. This offense has the fastest dudes in the NFL. And yet, the play of the year, it happens on defense. And it was the most jaw-dropping play you'll probably ever see. It's the sequence of events that makes it so amazing. The Dolphins 
are up, and it's very clear that the Jets aren't going to do anything on offense. Their offense is worse than anyone could have ever imagined. Doesn't matter if Zach Wilson or Tim Boyle or anybody, whoever's back there, it's just not going to work. Tua, for no reason, throws a horrendous pick six. It's the only life the Jets could possibly have. Then Tua doubles down and throws another interception. This is all at the end of the first half. So Robert Sala decides, okay, we're down 10-6, and it's six because the Jets missed the extra point because, of course, Tim Boyle unloads as far as he can. Javon Holland grabs it at the one or the two, and you think, okay. I mean, you're watching the game live. You're like, all right, cool, awesome. Call it a day, right? Halftime. Nope. Javon starts running the other way, and the Jets have all their skill players in the end zone because it was a Hail Mary attempt. So all of their speed is in the end zone. All that was left for Javon Holland to beat, it was a bunch of really big dudes and and the quarterback. And he did. He beat them all. It was incredible. Really, something you've never seen before and may never see again. Javon Holland, he's a stud. We knew he was a stud. We've talked about him. He's likely one of the best secondary players in the league. But here he was, the only game going on in the NFL on Friday. He's on the big stage, and he makes a splash play, a huge one, and that turned out to be the ball game. A great showcase for Javon Holland to the rest of the country. A great showcase for the Miami Dolphins. Unfortunately, it wasn't all positive in that game at MetLife because that turf. Yes, it was great the Dolphins won, but there was a somber mood because Jalen Phillips tears his Achilles, and he's, of course, done for the season. A crushing blow to a guy who's been battling injuries. He's been very open with the media about how injuries affected his confidence. He is someone who admits he's got to battle it between the ears. And an injury to his Achilles, a torn Achilles, we're talking about a major injury. And you feel bad for Jalen Phillips. How are they going to fill that void as a team? There's no easy answer there. It stinks because this is back-to-back really impressive performances by the Dolphins' defense. This is the team whose offense hasn't really been clicking at the elite level that it's capable of. Not that there's anything to worry about offensively, but lately the defense has been clicking. And now they lose one of their best pass rushers, one of the emotional guys who's at the center of all of the disruption. He's capable of causing so much havoc. And now Jalen Phillips is out for the season. So where is that production going to come from now that he's not going to be in there? Emmanuel Agba, he's going to play more. We know that. Andrew Van Ginkle... He does whatever is asked of him. He's going to have to play a bigger role in bringing down the QB. 
David Long Jr.'s role may change a bit. We can't sugarcoat this injury. Jalen Phillips, he did get off to a slow start, but he was really revving it up. He was starting to play such a key role on defense, and now gone for the season, it's going to hurt. You don't improve a defense by taking away some of its best players. So now it's on Vic Fangio to scheme something up. And it's on the players to pick up the slack. It's tough to evaluate the bigger picture of this game from Friday because the Jets are just so bad. The Dolphins will get them again very soon, just a couple of weeks. So again, they'll be facing garbage. I mean, there's no other way to say it. I can't say it nicely. The Jets, they're just not a good football team. The Dolphins need to play cleaner. Tua can't make mistakes. Those two picks, they didn't cost Miami because they're facing the Jets. But against a better team, they would cost them. The running game was fine. Mostert got two TDs. But the offense, it wasn't great. It wasn't like what we've seen from earlier in the season. It was an effective performance by Miami, but they've got to step it up. Look, some years, teams are great, but they're in a really difficult division. So even though your team is really good, it's still makes a run at success difficult. Other years, a team like Miami has right now, they can be good and everyone else in the division is an absolute mess. And that means you have lots of easy victories and you've got an easier path to getting a home playoff game. And that's the year that the Dolphins are in right now. Yeah, you'd love for them to be playing their best football. Offensively, they haven't been at their best. The defense has been better. The offense hasn't been quite as sharp. And maybe part of this, and this isn't an excuse, it's just reality. Maybe the offense isn't quite so sharp because they realize it's not necessary. Not that they're not trying It's just that a team knows and players know when it's do or die when you're facing a really tough opponent or even a tough one or a good one. And when you're going up against a team such as the Jets and you've got a comfortable division lead, maybe the urgency isn't there. Like the urgency, it's going to be there at Baltimore. But against... The Jets, you know what you're facing. You can hear from a player all day long, it's a professional team we're going up against, which is true, but we know there's a difference between the Jets, the Patriots, and the Ravens, and the Chiefs. We know there's a big difference, and the players do as well. Just like there's a huge difference at Gulfstream Park during the championship meet. And that begins at the end of this week. Championship racing at Gulfstream Park is back. 
for months. And the turf course, it just got renovated. They spent millions of dollars renovating the turf at Gulfstream Park. That turf is way better than the turf that we just saw in New Jersey. Turf racing at Gulfstream Park is going to be better than ever. The best horses in the world, they will be at Gulfstream Park during the championship meet. The best jockeys, the best trainers, the best of everything. Gulfstream Park has live racing during the championship meet every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Four days a week. You could watch the racing from outside in the Carousel Club. You could cool off in 10 Palms, even get yourself a private suite. For all of the racing info and to make reservations, visit GulfstreamPark.com. The championship meet is back. It starts at the end of this week in Hollandale Beach at Gulfstream Park. I'm happy not only that the Dolphins beat the Jets Friday, but also the University of Miami football team. I'm glad that they beat Boston College. It's not going to change everything. It might not even change anything. But Mario, he admitted after the game, he said that his team is going to look different next year. There's going to be a lot of players who they're going to acquire. The transfer portal, guys have committed. They're going to have guys leaving. So he was saying, we're going to have a huge roster turnover. Here's the reality. Seven and five, which the Canes are right now, a winning record. It's better than six and six. Okay, we know that. Winning the last game, a conference game, on the road, even if it's Boston College, it's still much better than losing that game where you head into recruiting time on a losing streak and who knows what happens in a bowl game. You have right now a bit of a foundation to build off of, and that's a big deal. I know we all have questions about Mario Cristobal and his game management, his coaching skills. I don't think we have questions about his recruiting skills, but his game day management, including the clock, you know, taking timeouts, his game plans. There's a lot of things that will make us scratch our head. There's no denying that. If I were to pretend that it wasn't reality, I would not be telling you the truth. And you know on this show, I'm always all about honesty. Yes, games have been very shaky. But right now, before the Canes Bowl game, the goal for this team and program is to acquire talent. Right now is when Mario Cristobal needs to shine. He needs more really good players. Players similar to Cam Kitchens, Reuben Bain Jr. I'm talking about studs. Mario needs to go out and he needs to find next season's starting quarterback. Because if that dude is already on the roster, I'm telling you right now, the Canes are in trouble. They need to go find a quarterback. The first game next season is in the swamp. All right, they're facing the Gators. 
I don't care how down the Gators are. That's a huge game with huge consequences. A rivalry game. The Canes need to start getting ready for it now. Emery Williams is not good enough. Not at this point. Hit the portal. Find the guy. And do that now. That's got to be priority number one. Just like your priority number one might be get your finances straight. You're thinking about maybe retiring early. Maybe you want to take more vacations. Whatever your life goal or objective is, you're trying to get it done. Let Trajan Wealth help you get on that track. Trajan Wealth, they're located in Palm Beach. It will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. And the great people at Trajan Wealth, they are there to help you get to your financial goal. They want you to achieve that. They will design a plan based around your goals, whatever those goals may be financially. Don't wait any longer. Visit TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or if you want, pick up the phone, 561-390-1000. That's how you get a hold of Trajan Wealth, and it will cost you nothing to set up a meeting with them. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. The Miami Heat are finally back at home. What an odd schedule. And credit to the Heat for surviving this. So many road games, four games on the road, one at home, and then five more on the road. It's nuts. Miami kind of ran out of gas and also players in Brooklyn on Saturday. They blew a huge lead at the Garden. Oh, they ended the trip with two straight losses, but overall, 6-3. and three. They're in a really good spot. They're getting ready to host the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow. I'm your Uncle Buck. It's a game that counts in the in-season tournament. I can't get into every scenario of what happens if the Heat win or lose with this in-season tournament. It's super complicated. Let's just say that if they do lose, odds are they will not be headed to Vegas. Vegas! Vegas, baby! Vegas! Yeah, that's what the odds say if they lose tomorrow night. That Knicks loss also counted in the in-season tournament. Great tournament, isn't it? Said nobody. All right, that's all the time I got for this Monday afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.